Hey, what's this? I'll tell you what this is. This is Show and Tell. Hi, I'm John Park. Uh, you may recognize me from just a few moments ago being in my workshop, but now I'm inside and we're going to do a show and tell. Uh, thank you everyone for coming out last night to the big ginormous show and tell that we had before the uh, Ask an Engineer show. It was a, uh, a great turnout hey, and uh, oh, look, there's my echo. I was waiting for that. Uh, and uh, sneaking up on me, that YouTube in the background. Uh, now we're going to do a little mini show and tell, and I know that we had uh, some people coming in and then had some technical issues. So at the moment, we have uh, just the one, the only Todd bot. I see, uh, yeah, I see our, our friend David who had some technical issues. Keep trying, David. We'll see if we can get you in. But uh, let's bring on Todd. Hey, Todd, how you doing? Hello, hello. Um, so I have two things to show. One is something that I made. One is something that someone else made. Um, and the first thing I want to show is this here. Let's see if I can zoom in on it. Um, nope, this way. <laughs> uh, so this is part of our, our Deep Fried Neurons live stream. Um, the topic this week, every week we talk about a, a thing about the sort of new world that we're living in. And this week's topic was networks. And I've wanted to play around with circus sculptures. And I also used to be a network admin, so I dealt with telco cable a lot. And so this is a tree made entirely of telco cable. And at the, at the end, the leaves are little neopixels that have been hand soldered on. And, um, and they're all individually dressable. And um, they go down into the roots the, the cabling goes down into the roots of the base uh, and they're all hooked up. It's a very crazy mess of wires currently. I don't have it fully finished. You'll notice there's some parts here that um, don't yet have LEDs. Uh, they have the blue tape to help me identify which ones they are down in the base. But, um, but it's looking that is beautiful. cool. Yeah, oh, thanks. This looks amazing. <laughs> wow. Let me see if I can zoom uh, you up there a little bit. Let's at least get closer there. Uh, so the um, twisting and, and planning of this, how did you go about having some uh, that you were, I'm assuming some of these aren't being used and are, are just for the structure of it and then others no, are? No, no, they're, they're all being used. I mean, up. I mean, eventually the ones that have the blue tape are currently unused, <laughs> yep. but um, but the, but they will be wired up. And the other the other thing is is that uh, one of the things I really like about wire is its ductility and its strength. You know, like like you can create shapes and the shapes will hold their shape, and you can actually you know it'll create structure that you can then based off of. So this whole thing is held up by its own strength. There's no internal armatures or anything. Um, the wire itself is its armature, which I think is a nice little metaphor for our networks that we have that like they are they are chaotic but yet they hold themselves together you know um it's terrific it's beautiful it's is a, um are you running these as uh a single strand of neopixels essentially or how how do you it's, actually it, have it's, it yeah it's, it's all logically a single strand but it's fully random like there's no temporal locality because it's all i just took a big bundle of wires and just started twisting them and so like the one here and the one here, they're kind of related, but the one here and here, they're not related at all in terms mm -hmm. of the, the linear relationship. But what that meant was that, um, if I can zoom back into one of these, uh, there is a, there's actually four wires going to every pixel. There's, which one is this? Uh, <laughs> there's 
No, it's this one. No, wait, it's this one. Uh, there's three wires on the bottom going into going into plus minus. Sorry to yeah, plus minus and data. That's all I can zoom in. Um, and I can't focus. Uh, and then there's a wire at the top that is the data out that then goes back into the tree and down into the base. And then at some point it comes back up as the data into some other pixel. <laughs> That's incredible. This is really bonkers. I love it. Uh, it's, it's so bonkers. <laughs> yeah, wow. That's really impressive. Um, and then underneath, uh, what do you have uh, controlling it as far as microcontroller and power? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know if I can really put that in frame, but, um, but it is currently my little uh, NeoPixel tester ah. driven from a trinket. Mm -hmm. um, I was using this nice little itsy bitsy that I used uh, for my last project. But um, even though I had no wiring issues uh, for all of these pixels, I had one wiring issue just a little bit ago as I was trying to hurry up. And I've never seen a voltage rate regulator and capacitor jump so fast off of a board before. <laughs> so this, so this it's a, yeah, so this it's a bitsy is fried. And, um, and these, these two NeoPixels are fried, <laughs> but everything else is still working, fortunately. <laughs> and uh, what about code? Are you running uh, some sort of randomizing code in yeah. Arduino or CircuitPython? Yeah, or? yeah. It's, it's currently it's an Arduino sketch running some fast LED demo code. Uh -huh. um, I'm going to have something a little bit more interesting on it eventually, but I wanted to have something that showed that they are individually addressable. Um, and also comes up periodically showing them all the same color so I can determine if there's any bad pixels. But uh, That's but really yeah. cool. I, I, it's, I, I don't know if I've seen a project uh, in recent memory where I, where I didn't want to see the making of behind it so badly, like a time lapse of you twisting wires or something, <laughs> which I can see how well, this... I've, I've, got some, I've got some photos that I'll be putting up. But, oh, um, but um, also, uh, also, we have our... Whoa, whoa, I'm too big. I'm too big. Um, also, we have our live stream uh, tomorrow at uh -huh. 5.30 p.m., Deep Fried Neurons. I'll post a link to the blog post about this and Carlin Excellent. and Barb's project in the Discord. And uh, let's see if I can do this right now. There we go. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it's uh, every, every week at Friday, 5.30, we uh, drink and we talk about uh, things we're making. Um, we usually have a, have a topic that, that week where uh, each week we're talking about. This week was, mm -hmm. was networks. Last mm -hmm. week was Pocket Universe, which you might remember the little, like, uh, what was it called? Infinity Mirror kind uh, of thing? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. yeah, the Infinity Mirror. Um, yeah. So, so that, was, that was the main thing. The, the other thing I wanted to show off was uh, this flexible circuit which is not mine, but, um, but is really cool. It's so thin compared to most flexible circuits you might be familiar with. Um, and once I turn it on here, here we go. Then um, it's full RGB pixels. And this is just like, it's kind of um, astounding how, how thin this is. I can't really focus on it very well with my camera. I don't know why, but, um, but, uh, the thinness of it is kind of nuts, and the density of it is nuts as well. This is from um, Lumen Quature, who uh, makes a type of face mask that has this embedded in it. And um, this is Bluetooth controllable with your phone. So you can like put custom little messages on a mask if you want. It's pretty nice. <laughs> That's beautiful. 
Yeah, it's like it's like so like like technically, I wanted to get the bare the bare panels because this the this flexible circuit is like I think maybe half the thickness than the stuff I'm used to. You know, like mm -hmm. if you've ever played with um, NeoPixels, uh, they're pretty bulky feeling. Yeah. This is this feels much more wow. like a paper almost. Wow. It's, it's very it's very strange. Um, so yeah, so I don't know of a of a non lumen couture source of these. Um, so once I get a chance to like look into this more detail, I might be picking her brains on like how it is she got these, where to where to find yeah. them because it's astounding. This is a really wow. nice matrix, and it that's just, beautiful. It's got a really small radius of curvature. It's uh, it's really it's really good. But anyway, so there's lumen a, there's couture. The okay, I'll look that lumen up. Couture. Yeah, yeah, I'll really? I'll I'll uh, it's I, I found her on Twitter. Um, I'll post mm -hmm. a link to her as well on the Discord. Great. We also had a request, Todd, uh, in the chat that you show your T-shirt design that you're wearing. Oh, <laughs> all right. So let me, I'm having focus problems today. Uh, here we go. So this is Neon Retro Arcade. In Pasadena, there is a arcade place with a, with a vintage arcade machines, and they have a bunch of T-shirts and stuff because no one can go to arcades. <laughs> And uh, and so I so I bought one of their T-shirts because I wanted to support them because they're they're That's a really great. great institution. They've been in in old Pasadena for like I don't know maybe a decade now, and um, they've pretty much got all the games from the '80s and they got pinball as well. They're really fun. Yeah, I'm a big fan. They have one of my favorite pinball machines, the um, Theater of Magic. It's an incredible oh, game. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Cool. Well, thank Thanks. you. Uh, Thank you for the shout out to the Neon Retro Arcade and for your uh, shows and tells. Really cool stuff. We'll cool. see you later. Thanks. Bye. All right. Next up, we have Carrie. Uh, I'll bring you on. And uh, David, I'll, I'll mention it looks like you're saying your devices are not connected, but we'll try you after Carrie and see if that changes. So here we cool. go. Hey, Carrie. Hey, how's it going? All right. Thanks. How's it going with you? Awesome. Pretty good. What you got for show and tell? So that arcade segue was was perfect because um, sometimes you really want to use big red arcade buttons in a project, but um, these buttons are pretty deep. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to fit them into normal enclosures. You know, you need like kind of a really big box for them. So I decided to design and 3D print some of my own enclosures for this. Ooh. And cool. um, I've shared them on Thingiverse. So I just wanted to let people know about them. Um, so basically what it looks like in the enclosure is like this. So, and um, I have like a white version here, which I'm hoping might be a little easier to show, but um, it's designed to be to be printed completely without supports upside down. And um, on the inside, um, I put, uh, which way am I? There. <laughs> I designed in um, a little strain relief. So that way when your wires get tugged, they don't actually, you know, tug on your connectors or solder joints if you're just going to solder them in. And it's also big enough to accommodate those like right angle, um, you know, 90 degree quick connects on there. So, uh, so if you, you know, want something that you can plug and unplug and don't have to actually solder in, then you know you can do that. And then there's also just like a little little place for a grommet to come out to kind of protect your wires from sharp edges. And uh, just a little, little bottom that fits on. Let's see which way. There we go. So the base fits on like that, and then there are just three screw holes, um, which you can just use one of like a normal kind of flat head for twenty screw, 
And that's also that also can be printed completely flat without supports. So, that's yeah. really nice. Yeah, beautifully designed. And I noticed too, you have uh, some holes for the little uh, key, little keys that keep it registered in the top, right? Yeah. Yes. Often you get frustrated with those when you're building your own arcade button projects and saw them <laughs> off, or at least I do. Right, right. And this, yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's easier to to show on this one. So, yes, uh, I'm all backwards. So yeah, I did I did keep the holes in for those little those two little black keying pegs on each side. And also the other thing that I did, um, because these are really deep, uh, it's hard to get your fingers in here to screw on the nut. So uh, also in all of the thing files is a little custom nut driver here. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's really great. Build the tool that helps you put the thing together. That's excellent. Yeah, I, I designed the enclosure and then I was like, oh, wait, I, I, I need a tool for this. <laughs> That's great. That next will make the tool hanger for the, <laughs> yeah, right. That's great. Where, uh, what should we search for on Thingiverse uh, so that we can find that, or, or do you have a uh, link put in Discord? Big, big red button enclosure, and I'll put a link link up in the Discord. Super. Yeah. Ah, excellent. Uh, do you have um, any particular projects or plans in mind for some big buttons that that you're uh, making these in anticipation of that you can talk about, or is it? Uh... I, I kind of, I kind of do, but I'm not quite ready to divulge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good. Oh, good. Well, that's a good tease, and we'll look forward to uh, your return with uh, with more about that. But thank you for uh, the great design and for sharing that. I love it. I I often end up with those in cardboard boxes, which is lame. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, and you know the cardboard boxes are sort of like a cheap and easy way to do it. And yeah, um, yeah I actually have, I actually have some things for that too. I can, I can show this a little bit, but um, I'm kind of coming out with like a little cardboard box kit for buttons and the wires and things yeah. like that. And so you can make your very oh, own fun. eraser button if you want. Neat. And um, right here, no, this side, this side are the shapes for the cutouts, so that you yeah. can just get the sticker on the box. You know, do the little cutouts yourself. Oh, that's so, smart. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Yeah, I, I built um, some uh, add-ons to an accessibility controller that Microsoft put out, uh, so that people who have accessibility needs can use a huge array of switches and buttons and low force things with video gaming and uh, those kinds of big buttons are really popular because they're they're easy to hit with different body parts than just you know the tiny thumb controllers that that the uh, the usual controllers are designed for. So uh, yeah. these, these could be a popular uh, thing for adding on your own giant buttons to accessibility, uh, which is pretty cool. Totally. totally. Well, thank you, Carrie, so much. Uh, yeah, that's no, that's fantastic. We'll, we'll see you next time. All right. All right, uh, and let's see. We have uh, David. We're going to see if David's devices will connect. Uh, it looks like they're not connected. Um, sorry, David, but maybe we'll have you on next time. Uh, thank you for coming on and trying. It doesn't want to do it this time, but but maybe next time. Cross fingers. Uh, okay, well, I think that is it. Uh, thank you, everyone, for coming on and showing uh, the, the very cool projects. And uh, if you're interested in finding out more about those, head on over to the Adafruit Discord. You can get there by going to adafruit.com it slash discord and then you'll get a, a link to go and uh, join onto the discord there's a live broadcast channel and that's where you'll find links for these projects uh, and that is it we will see you next week we have a whole bunch of shows uh, I think 
Remaining shows this week, we have uh, just Scott's uh, live stream tomorrow. He'll be doing a deep dive into some ESP32 uh, CircuitPython projects he's working on, and uh, or hacking, really, getting the thing to, to work. Um, and then starting next week, we'll have our usual slate of live streams, including on uh, Wednesday, we'll have the Ruiz Brothers 3D Printing Hangouts and a show and tell. I'll be doing Make Code Live on Tuesday on the Microsoft Mixer channel as well as the Adafruit uh, live stream channels. Uh, and in fact, that's very helpful. Someone just typed in question mark showtimes in our Discord and it gives us uh, a nice cheat sheet. So we'll, I'll, I'll say we also have the show and tell on Wednesday at 7 p.m., Ask an Engineer at 8 p.m. These are all Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Desk of Lady Ada happens at random hacker times. Uh, so look forward to that. And, uh, and then my workshop show at uh, 4 o'clock on Thursday, followed by this show and tell. So that's our, that's our current schedule, and uh, things can change as we go through the week. So uh, thank you again, everyone, for coming out and hanging out. This has been Show and Tell. I'm John Park for Adafruit Industries, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.